Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Katie's Crib, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Just a quick disclaimer, this episode was recorded pre-pandemic. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Katie's Crib. I am so excited that I'm going to do a little bit of a drum roll, like a kind of thing for today's topic, because Adam and I are obsessed with the concept of twins, you guys. I have so many questions about twins, how to raise them, how, like, I was like, we just have to do a whole entire episode about this, because I just need to know. I have a lot of questions, and I have two very, very close friends in my life, Graham Sibley and Marilyn Fu, who are parents of twins. And it was getting uncomfortable how much we hang out together socially. And I have all these burning questions I want to ask them. So I was like, let's just get them on the podcast so I can get it done. So welcome, Marilyn and Graham. Um, Let me tell you guys quickly a little bit about them. Marilyn is a brilliant screenwriter. She wrote and co-produced The Sisterhood of Night in 2015. She won an award at the Screenplay of Tribeca Film Festival. Her recent feature screenplay, The Honor List, was released by Lionsgate. Graham is basically the greatest actor I have ever known. That is true. And he is in I Am A Theater Company with me. We go back 100 million years. His resume is incredible. You can IMDb him if you care. He's literally the actor I wish I could be, um, period. They are a power couple, and now they are power parents to twins, Lion and KP, which I love their names. Oh, I love them. Um, let's get the heck into this. Um, how do we know each other, Graham Sibley, other than I Am? Is that how we met? Yeah. Yeah, we met. Was that 13 years ago? Yeah. 
when you're almost going to quit being an actor? That's right. <laughs> we, 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 the first time I saw you was on your first date with Adam. What? Is that true? I'm pretty sure. What was it? You and Adam were walking in Venice. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was like our first like sleepover date. <laughs> so maybe that was like the third date because I keep it classy. No, no judgment on a woman who go home first date. Like, go for it. But that's not what happened with Adam. But I think that was the first time I'd seen you. And I was like, oh, that, that, I knew Adam. And I was like, I think that's, a hey, you know. And, and, and you had long hair and you were riding a skateboard. skateboard. I remember the, the skateboard. He had a skateboard when you met him, too? No, I just heard this story. story. I'm oh, on okay, a skateboard. Okay, okay. So enter in Maryland. Thank God. You guys, when you have like a dear, dear bestie dude and he brings along a woman into your life that is exceptional, the relief is massive. Because Aww. when a dear, dear bestie dude of yours brings in uh, not that, it is it's really a bummer. So Maryland, you have exceeded, gone above and beyond. It's like, bye, Graham, go away. I'd like to hang out with Maryland now. <laughs> Um, how long have you guys been together? Has it been two years? I think it's been more than that. I think it's been three. We well, married, who knows? Because you have twins. You don't we even know what's going on. We were married last December 23rd. And then we were together for, I guess, a year and a half before that, right? So almost three years. Does twins run in either of your families? So we learned a lot through this um, journey of twindom. And uh, identical twins don't run genetically. Wow. So it's like a literal phenomenon. It is. Identical twins are a literal phenomenon. Because fraternal twins is genetic. That's right. And when you hear about identical twins happening, that can be through like if you took fertility aid or like. Fraternal twins would be. That. Oh, okay. So identical twins is literally like you, the egg either splits between the first and the third day, the third and the fifth day, or the fifth and the seventh day. And there are different kinds of twins so we have mono die twins which means that it's split between the fifth and the, the, sorry, the third, the third and, the fifth, and the fifth i think yeah now i'm so obsessed with Marilyn because you got pregnant later in life which is so huge and inspiring for women out there you had frozen your eggs before correct right. and you did not use them no in this still situation. Them. Still, you still got them on ice still paying the monthly fee to keep them on ice <laughs> right and you guys met later in life you got engaged. You were like, well, in terms of pregnancy, we're what's known as a geriatric pregnancy, which is a disgusting, real scientific term. And you were like, so we should just get on this thing because we feel like we want to be parents. And so you started trying. Yeah. And at your wedding, which I was at, please <laughs> tell the rest of the story. How does it go? Well, we knew we were pregnant around eight weeks. But when we first went in to see my OB, she only saw one. So for a certain amount of time, we knew we were pregnant, but we thought we were having one. Oh Fast forward just a little bit of time. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're getting ready for our wedding weekend. All of our family is coming in. And about two hours before my mom arrives, I have another follow-up appointment mm -hmm. where this time she sees two. So were you there, Graham? Were you in the room? Were you by yourself? So she went to go pick, because we were going to go for our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And so she went to go pick up a prescription mm -hmm. for UTI. I guess when you're traveling women who are pregnant, they usually get UTIs or something. And, and so I didn't go to this appointment because I was like, you're just going to pick up the prescription and whatever. And, and so she came home and I was like, well, you know, wedding weekend, like 
This is a huge deal. Families all coming into town from all over. It was like 1130 in the morning. And And nobody knew you were pregnant. Your family didn't know, right? No. No one knew. No one knew. And we didn't want to ruin that surprise because we didn't want to take the thunder away from the from the wedding. So so then um, now here we are at 1130 a.m. Marilyn comes back from the doctor and she goes, Graham, Graham, come here. And she shows me the ultrasound picture, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool, awesome, yeah, yeah, we're pregnant, that's right, yay!" And and then she goes, "No, no, 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 look closer." And I looked closer, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and then it was like, "Ding dong!" And then it was like, <gasps> no way. So all weekend we kept looking at each other, going, "What the fuck?" Were you str- like your immediate reaction, Marilyn, to twins? I I can't even imagine the pack that the the punch that packs of just like I felt immense gratitude just I felt so grateful because we we were actually both 42 at the time and like you said I mean that's after 35 right it's like a geriatric pregnancy over here getting pregnant with 35 yep so at 42 you were like Right, like this probably is going to take a long time. It might not be easy. We might be, you know, unfreezing those eggs. We might, you know, we didn't really know. And so I think just to find out that we're having two, our nurse said something to us. She said, sometimes the flame burns brightest right before it goes out. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's incredible. That is so funny. Oh, I can't. Okay, so you guys, the most epic wedding of all time. So we're so thrilled that Graham has found incredible Marilyn. We're so thrilled that you guys are together and all of the groups of friends came together to celebrate your love. And then what happens on the dance floor? So then we everybody performed, including you and Adam yes. and, and some of my, my closest friends. And um, we went last and so um we uh we changed the lyrics to uh adam sandler's uh the wedding singer song beautiful um, mm-hmm. and uh throughout the whole night there was a monogram that was playing on behind everybody who was performing and um that monogram while we were singing changed to the ultrasound photo <laughs> And the ultrasound photo said, uh, congratulations. And then it like went on for a little bit longer. And then it said, we are pregnant. And everyone was like, what? Oh my God. Screaming. Oh and then and then it said with twins. And it was just like, I'll never forget it. Oh, it was just like mayhem. Me either. It was fucking insane. My husband rushed the dance floor and started a mosh pit screaming, twins, 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 twins. And everybody was like jumping up and down, screaming, holding each other, bawling, crying. I sweated through a very thick velvet suit. And it was soaked at the end of the night. I mean, because I had jumped up and down so many times. It was. It was such a beautiful moment. It was just unforgettable to be there with you guys, all of you together, and so special. And I just really think, like, it's just really inspiring for people out there listening. Like, I just think, like, at forty-two, you guys met, fell in love, got engaged, got pregnant with twins, announced it at your wedding. You've birthed them. 
they are healthy. You guys are surviving, which in we'll get into. Year, in the <laughs> this is your last. That's why when you were like, "How long have we been together?" and you're like, "I don't know, two or three years." It's like you've been fucking busy. It's been amazing. It's been so. We're so every day. I'm just like so grateful for Marilyn and the opportunity to raise these two boys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So take me through your pregnancy with twins and like teach me like is it so different than having one I mean obviously you know two and I only know one but like what did right. doctors tell you were you sick um how did you feel 
So my pregnancy was pretty uneventful, which is thank God great to hear about, yes. right? Like mm -hmm. nothing huge happened. Not, I mean, except for me getting huge, that huge thing happened. <laughs> yes. But um, I guess the main difference is, you know, we saw, we went to see my OB probably um, once a week. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so because it's high risk because of age and high risk because it's twins, your doctor visits are more. Yes. I remember Graham saying he bought a mini fridge next to the bed because that's how much you were consuming. <laughs> yes. You couldn't even make it to a kitchen. You had to literally have power bars and like oh, shakes or whatever. yogurt that. drink that I yogurt. absolutely loved. Yeah. Oh, you were craving yogurt drinks. Well, I don't know if I was really craving it. I just was so hungry all the time. That it would at least fill you up quickly. Yeah, so in the middle of the night, I would just reach over, chug that yogurt drink, <laughs> go back to bed. In the mornings, I would make myself these elaborate breakfasts. So they might be like, it might be like a 40 minute like preparation. I made like pancakes with like protein powder in them. And then like this hemp protein I really loved, berries. Then I would do scrambled Next eggs, like, <laughs> kale in it and like cheese and veggies. And then wow. it would just be this whole thing. And then I would just sit down and enjoy my breakfast. And <laughs> Was your plan to have a vaginal birth or cesarean or what did people, what were people telling you was most likely going to be the case? Like, what did you want and what ended up happening? Well, I really wanted a vaginal birth. So I read all about it and I, you know, listened to your podcast what, and what? other podcasts <laughs> and just, you know, was preparing for that. At the same time, our specialist, because not only did we see our OB a lot, we also saw a specialist once every three weeks or so. And what is that specialist? Is that a twin specialist? Or like a high risk specialist. Perinatologist. What the hell's that? Basically, a twin doctor, or I think they do. It's just a high risk doctor who pregnancies like, that are maybe not your normal, like average one baby. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And but I, yeah, and 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 he was awesome, and um, that whole team was awesome. And so we would go in there, yeah, like well, it was like every two or three weeks. And so we had a we had, we were in the doctor's office all the time. Yeah, all sure. the time. Yeah. So you were, so what was the specialist telling you? So pretty early on, he was saying, it's very unlikely you're going to have a vaginal birth. Yeah. And we were like, oh yeah, whatever, you know, we're like maybe something different will happen with us. Right. Because you um, hold out hope. You're like, I'm going to be, di you know, I mean, so he's telling you most likely you're going to be a C-section. Right. Well, he was also, the, the this, all, this doctor was also, um, really focused on something called twin twin syndrome the hell's that um it's uh it's where one of the twins in our specific mono die type between a, between days three and five yeah. identical twins your twindom our twindom um there is uh, a possibility for one of the children to take more of the nutrients than the other and so they were, that's what they were. It's literally Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. That's exactly right. So they're monitoring the twins, how they're functioning in the womb. That's because right. one can be taking more food. Oh, God. In the first scenario, they both have their own placentas, right? And, they're, and then they're, they're in their own sacks. Mono Which would mean they wouldn't be stealing each other's stuff. That's right. Okay. And that there's that's the least risk. And then there's this middle zone where they share a placenta, but they're in different sacks. 
And then there's the, the, the most high risk, which is they share a placenta and they're in the same sack. What were you guys? So we had, we, our boys were in different sacks, but they shared a placenta. So the doctor was, was monitoring, monitoring both of their weight gain. That's right. Their progress, their yep. development. Yep. The neck, all of the yep. measurements and all of that stuff. We were so lucky. We were so lucky because every time we went in there, um, there were people who um, weren't as lucky as us and they had just left. And, you know, and, and we kept going, you know, we kept every time it was like we were in and out going, everything was great. Everything was great. And you're just like, every time there was not one visit where we got any news where we had to be worried or something was podcast stories. I'm like, so happy to be around because it's not, yeah, it's really not always the case. I have some friends, you know, growing up who were twin, had a twin in utero that one didn't make it. And my friend did, you know, things like that, that is common. I mean, that does happen. Um, so they start preparing you for a C-section and tell me about going into labor and all that. Were you induced? Was it planned? Were you given a date and a time? Yeah, so it was planned. And I mean, I think ultimately I had, a you know, maybe a week or two in there where I had to just kind of shift mentally into thinking, okay, I thought that I would have this experience and now I'm going to have a C-section. But I actually felt good about it because our OB – She's actually a pioneer in all kinds of like natural birth processes. And she kept saying, just think of the delivery as the introduction, the portal to motherhood, to bringing these children into the world. It's not the whole experience. There oh is God, so much more. All. Yes. So don't dwell. It's two days out of the hopefully bill- millions are going to get or whatever. But so you had a planned C-section. Right. So our specialist, he really didn't want us to go past how many weeks? 30, 36 weeks. 36. So I guess through different studies and th- like different cases, they know that going past 36 weeks, there's no benefit to our specific situation. Okay. Our, our boys were, were close to July 4th, and so they took them out um, – before the holiday. That is always how it works, guys. Yeah. Do you want to know that? Like they were like, we don't for work induction, on the it's always like, yeah. Um mine was like, it's the it's the high holidays. So <laughs> you know what? I was like, got it, got it. Like people have lives and it's just yeah. a thing. So they didn't make it to thirty six. They made it to thirty five and change, I think. Were you scared? How did you feel before going in? I think I felt ready. Oh yeah. I, I was like, let's the get them out. <laughs> I remember you at the end, which is, you know, I always feel like that's so lucky if you're able to get there when you're pregnant for you to say, just let's get this. I can't do this anymore. I can't carry this around anymore. I can't pee anymore in the middle of the night. I can't have reflux anymore. I want my body back. Like, let's just get on with the show. Right. Right. And little did I know that would be this whole journey to reclaiming my body. Right. Like feeling like you're more you're back in your body. So that's still going on. Yep. But yeah. um, that first step of getting that for sure. And I think I remember one night I, I just couldn't sleep towards the end at all. So I was on the couch and um, I had made you come up and sleep with me on the couch one night. It was pretty close to when we knew we were going into the hospital and I was crying and holding your hand and just wanted you to sleep with me upstairs because I felt really alone. Yeah. You made me cry. Yeah. And she, um, she had to sleep sitting up for, I'd say, probably the last 
four months. She had this weird pillow configuration where it was like <laughs> it had to be the pink pillow and the blue pillow and then this pillow. And then if it wasn't that, it was like something's wrong. <laughs> Why? You had reflux or you were uncomfortable, too much weight on a side or something? Uh, yeah, exactly. On my side, it was like the boys just went... <laughs> To the oh, side. Could you imagine that feeling? No, I can't. I mean, it was painful for one. I, I cannot even. So you go in for a C-section. It's all status quo. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary, right? Yeah. I mean, it was... I mean, obviously, it was the most exceptional day of your life. <sighs> but I'm saying as far as, like, the doctors are concerned, it was, like, like all good. Right. Nothing. No real complications. I think the – I mean – one part that was really surprising to me that I hadn't read about or no other moms had mentioned was that once, so they made the incision and then I could kind of hear um, our nurse and, and our doctor talking. And one of the last things I remember is that because we, we'd gone on our honeymoon to Morocco. And so the nurse was like, oh, these boys have already been on camel rides. They'll be fine. I remember her saying that. <laughs> Right before yeah, they were... we were pregnant in Morocco on your honeymoon. That's right. Right. That's right. But there was this sensation. All of a sudden they were talking. And then all of a sudden I felt this incredible pressure that knocked the wind out of me on my stomach. And um, later she explained that it was her elbow that to get the babies out, she, they, they tried to... Um, mimic the feeling of the baby going through the canal being pushed through so instead of pulling them out or lifting them out which is what i had imagined of course me too the c-section was like would be like for me they with all the force that she had in her body presses down with her elbow like and then pushes the baby out that so is... she did that two times and the first time i was still kind of with it and i could i remember hearing lion come out and his cry and just all the joy and the feelings with that and then the second time um when kp came out who came out without a sound compared to his brother who had had this kind of war cry kp came out um i was just so like the second time around it was like complete nausea and just feeling and the drugs and the epidural and the f weird feeling of the pressure and the push like that feeling of the second push did it just make you want to barf exactly yeah so I think that was surprising I didn't know that that was part of the um, experience for a cesarean so so once KP came out and wasn't crying were you worried did they did he cry a little bit after how did that go well, really quickly, they brought them over to us, so I wasn't worried, were you? No, I wasn't worried. I, I was, like, when Lion came out, it was a shriek. It was such a loud shriek. And then, you know, they whisked them away and cleaned them up and, you know, and then I, I didn't want, then there was another one. So I was like, well, I didn't know You're what already, to do. Your attention is already being split. So it's yeah. like, welcome to being a parent of twins. I was like, I was, I was with Marilyn and I was like, I don't. I, I didn't want to leave Marilyn and they kept saying, do you want to come over and see, and see Lion and see Lion? And I was like, no, I'm staying here with Marilyn. He, he, the baby's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I, so I stayed with Marilyn. And then once the second baby came out a couple of minutes later. Was it a couple of minutes between the two? It is was that... three minutes later. Why is that? And why, how do they pick which one comes out first? Like what the hell? How does so it work? So Lion had been head down 
for a couple weeks and hadn't moved at all. And then Lion had been moving his position all around. KP. Oh, KP, right. KP had been moving around and Lion was in the birthing position. So had he had you done a vaginal birth, Lion would have come out first anyway. So we, we right. went to go to the, the specialist. Um, we, we kept you know, asking, like, are they in the same positions? Because we feel kicking in the same places. And, yeah, Lion would, had always been ready to go the whole, the whole time. And, and right towards the end, then they both, they both switched. They both, like, went around, right? And then, and then they ended up landing back in the same position. So it was weird. And then, um, and then when Lion came out, he was off getting taken care of. And then, and then KP came out, and he was off getting taken care of. And then once I felt like Marilyn was okay, I went and saw the two babies, and they were just... They were so cute from, from the start. Like, that. not only were you guys blessed in this whole situation of, like, all of this happening, thank God, healthily and safely and miraculously, but they were cute oh, from, thanks. like, the first second. Like, most people's newborn babies are gremlin alien <laughs> grandpas. How did you feel immediate connection to them? I felt immediate connection, but then three days later, I was lost. I was completely out of my mind. Lost. I didn't feel my love to my son was a very slow burn. It was not love at first sight. How did you feel, Marilyn? I think I felt similar to that. And I might have heard you talk about that. Because, well, <laughs> well, I think it was good, though, because oh, then good. it made I'm me. Glad. I'm glad. Yeah. It made me feel like, oh, it's going to be okay if yeah. I experience that. So I think for me, I just, like, you know, physically, there's so much pain with the C-section. So I just felt really kind of inadequate in the beginning because I could barely walk. I was leaning on Graham to go to the bathroom. and So sexy, right? Really Amazing. makes you feel hot. And the Amazing. diapers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the bleeding. Donuts and the bleeding and the whole urine stitches, urine mesh panties for a long time. Um, and then trying to nurse. Sometimes, um, yeah, we have that big breast friend thing, and they can nurse at the same time, like in a football hole on either side. When I first came over and met them, that is how I saw Marilyn, and I almost fell on the floor. <laughs> I walked into their beautiful living room, and she had a pillow and two babies, one on each boob, their heads together, their feet away from each other, one on each nipple, eating. There are no words to describe that. That is super, if that's a superwoman, superhero, I, I mean, that. what else are you looking for? That's wild. <laughs> um, so you just did it. You just jumped boobs in first. <laughs> like, you just did it. You weren't, like, there is there a lactation specialist that specializes in twins? Yes. And we had the two of us took a breastfeeding for multiples class before the delivery. Breastfeeding for multiples. At the pump station. At the pump station. Great. And what do they tell you to do? Well, we reenacted how it would go with dolls. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Was that helpful? I guess it was kind of helpful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was all helpful. You know, I think I didn't, don't know if I remembered any of that at the time. No, it goes in there somewhere or not at all. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules Today, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When they sent you home with the twins, is that, at what point did shit get super real? Shit got super real the second that we got into our own room. At the hospital. At the hospital. Because for me, Marilyn couldn't get out of the bed. So the nurses came over and were like, okay, so here's a sheet. You mark down their shits, you mark down their pisses, and you <laughs> mark down when they eat. And I was like, wait, I, I do that? I have, wait, no, no, that's okay. They, wait, what, what? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm on boat, on what the, f- I, where do You're I- looking at, t- so now you're uh, like logging stuff. I'm logging stuff. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just like, uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And I didn't change a diaper, one single diaper. Good for you. For a couple weeks, maybe two weeks or something. Graham 
it was did everything. Full, it was a full on boot camp for how to keep a child alive because I'm not a child. Two of them. <laughs> like it was unbelievable. And Graham, so, you changed all those diapers. All those diapers. I fed them every single meal that Marilyn wasn't, you know, nursing, trying to nurse. Her. And because they came in early, they were premature. Her supply had not come in. Yeah, I had the same thing. My milk so, didn't come in for like five days. So I had to give him formula for a while until it came in. So one, I listened to a lot of podcasts all the way through and read a bunch of stuff about twin dad stuff, you know, and, and, and twin stuff and like how to be ready for that. Is there any way to be ready? Well, I guess. I mean, you were your your podcast was super helpful. I mean, so helpful. And there were some other ones that were really helpful. And some of them were just sort of innocuous conversations that were I don't know, whatever you know. But but um, I I, I did feel like at the when we were at the hospital, it was so intense to have to take care of both of them and not really have. Uh, uh, any sort of guide guide in it and but one thing that that was that we didn't know at the time and that really caused us a lot of stress was the fact that the babies weren't holding down their food right here is when a different kind of shit hit the fan yeah and and so, so basically their their stomachs are can hold the amount of a golf ball that's what we you know, learned. Yeah. Learned. And, and, and so the nurses kept trying out different formulas, trying out different things. We tried out, you know, Maryland's breast milk and we're holding it down. But so they were actually throwing up, right? They were throwing up everything. Both, both of them were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lion more than KP, but they both had like these violent throw ups. And so after, after that experience had, had ended, we learned that at the 35th week of when a baby is premature they learn that that is the that is the week that they have that they learn the reflux of how to swallow and so that was the problem it wasn't the formula it wasn't Marilyn's breast milk they weren't allergic to something or, yes and they kept trying all these other things out but then we eventually learned that we just needed to slow the flow down on the nipple and then they learned over the subsequent how to weeks how to and swallow how to keep it down. yeah so I think that for other twin parents or even if you if for singletons that maybe are premature, the slow flow nipple saved our life. Saved our life. Because I had been obsessing over what bottles to get. I was like, oh, we're going to use glass bottles, right? Because glass That'll is going to be better. It. That'll fix right. it. Yeah, you're on Amazon buying every bottle nipple type imaginable. Right. But the, I mean, that none of that stuff mattered. It was really just helping them control the flow of milk. And that it was helped really us so much. Yep. So shit gets real in the hospital. They send you guys home. Did you feel in any way, shape, form connection or favoritism to one or the other? That's a really good question. Like immediately? Are well, you bonded with one? Are you like? Lion had more, um, he had, a, he, so he was struggling more with holding his food down. So I think a lot of our attention early on was to Lion. And, um, and that did. It did cause, I think, some interesting conversations, especially when we had to go back to the children's hospital and KP was doing well and Lion was having different tests and having to get, you know, x-rayed and all these different things that they were doing to him. Um, 
But I don't know if it's favoritism. I think it's just more like concern and like. Of course. Yeah. I think I thought about it and worried about that it might happen, but it didn't it really happen and hasn't happened. Because like Graham was saying, Lion had a couple more issues. And one of the things too, we've been getting the voice checked out for is their head shape. Oh yeah, classic. And like the symmetry of their faces and Lion has a little more um, asymmetry. And so at times I've wondered, is there is there going to be something where I favor KP yeah, because sort of like their faces primal. look different? I think about like how we are animals and like how, you know, you pick people like you, who you your eyes like to look on. And like, what if you do like the asymmetrical? Tw- I mean, this is so ridiculous, this conversation. No, but really... I'm talking like instinctually, like. Well, we named we named our children. Lion is a family name on my side. And KP is named after Marilyn's dad's. Uh, and I sometimes think about that too, thinking like that Lion is your some, lineage somehow and my like your family yeah. came on that boat that was called that's Lion, right, right? L Y O N. L Y O N. And yeah. then KP is named after your father who passed away, who you right. must have such connection to, and how wonderful that you were able to name a son in his memory. Like, yeah, already there. We're already dealing with things. Lion was twin A, and so he came out three minutes before his brother because he's going to be a Sibley and he will be the first biracial child in my line of family. We thought that he was forging new territory, but so is KP, but we had to name one of them. I know, isn't you know? it? We're already, it was so weird. It's already craziness. What about all the twin research you guys have done about them wearing the same clothes, going to the same school. Like, what are we doing? Is there a plan in place? Well, I think early on we talked about it, and even with their names, we wanted them to be really unique. And Graham, you were really forging ahead with that, and you know, and I'm glad that yeah. we we decided that we weren't going to dress them the same, or you know, they're already individuals, and it's interesting when you have twins, they get a lot of attention, and I think that when just when you're going around in life. So when we we decided like w- how we were going to, you know, progress in terms of their Parenting. individuality yeah. and, and all that stuff. Like, you know, um, I'm one of four kids and all of us were really nurtured in a really individual way. We all ended up doing pretty different things. And I think that it's probably gonna be more difficult for us with twins, but um, in order to be, I think, I think we'll just be more conscious of that as they get older. And, and we, I, we were just this week, we had a conversation in bed going like, how do we create new unique opportunities for both of them? Like, and, and I think those things I think are going to be really important and being really conscious of that. What about like same school, different classes? Like what you'll worry about it when you get there. I mean, you guys are so in it right now with baby tongue. I can't even. I I did meet through the twin verse of this whole experience being a twin. I've, I've met a number of them and, and I have heard multiple times that they, that twins appreciate being treated individually. And I, a good friend of mine, um, is a twin and he said that they went to separate schools and I was like, did you, did you like that ultimately? And he was like, I think so. I think I did appreciate that. We had different friends. We had, we weren't known as twins, but we also had this super amazing relationship. And so Marilyn and I were talking about that this week and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What You'll see when you get there. Yeah, we can do a whole other podcast yeah. about the choices you make because I am going <laughs> to get really annoying when I ask you a million questions socially. Um, I 
can't believe like also how well you're doing. Marilyn went back to work. How old were they? Six weeks. Yeah, guys. Is everyone hearing yeah, that? I went back. That's fucking insane. But I had the best job in the world. So I'm a writer. So I could just write at home. And my mom was still living with us full time. And so she and Graham really carved out time so that I could go down and to the nursery, which was it just now my office is now the nursery and um, and write. How about sharing a bedroom? How do we feel about that? That's just how it's going to be. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Do they wake each other up? Was there was that just a complete show when you were like trying to get them to sleep? Like one cries, the other one cries all the time. It was kind of mayhem like that in the yeah, first kinda. two months. I'm so glad this podcast is happening because it really, like, Adam's dream of having twins, like, he needs to listen to this. It sounds really, it sounds incredible and also very difficult. The first two months were pure hell. I mean, just a certain Let's specific kind of hell. It was hell. It was so hard. I mean, my first two months were pure hell with one. Do you guys meet parents of one child who complain and look at them and you're like, please shut the fuck up? <laughs> Maybe a little. I would. I would be like, how dare you? We actually think, we actually say to ourselves, we're like, having one kid would be like a vacation. Like when we went on these, when we went on these, on these solo adventures, both Marilyn and I were like, this is so easy. This is so boring. Boring. Boring is, is actually what it was. It was like, <laughs> you're just it? caring for one? What am I, I had nothing to do. Like Marilyn was nursing. I was like, Oh Checking my, my phone. Like, I mean, I had nothing to do. Um, yeah. yeah, I imagine like putting two in a car seat. There's always something to do. And it also, for the dad, you know, I have felt very grateful in that I have been a part of the parenting process from the beginning in a much different, unexpected way than my dad or anyone that I've known. Because there's always something for me to do. You're at the place where when people always say, when I move from one kid to two kids, it's like, you're not, they're outnumbered when you have one kid. So like one parent is always sort of chilling, but when you are literally two on two, like you are now, there is something for always, there's always something to be done. That's fun. Oh God, it sounds so exhausting. I really <laughs> fucking applaud you both. Like nobody's business. What would you say would be advice you would give to expecting parents of twins? Oh, well, I don't know if this is advice, but I think that it's just such a special, unique experience. And like we were saying, the first two months does feel like you're just like someone came up with my version of hell. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and I'm just going to have to so live true. it every hour, every day, every night. With no sleep. Literally none. Oh my God, it's so dangerous. It's like, you, oh my God, we shouldn't even be on the road like Fantasies that. So of like throwing them against the wall. Oh, for sure. Completely normal. Just like, oh, it's just... very normal. I had fantasies of getting on a plane, changing my identity and leaving everybody. <laughs> like I was like, good luck, Adam, because this sucks. It's so hard. So hard. So but hard. I think after pushing through that really, really tough part, every day just unfolds. And I think it's just like a new part of beautiful unfolding. It's just really, really gratifying and just such a way to stretch yourself, I think, as a person and as a mother and as a parent, as a father, to be the guardian of these two human beings. It's, it's just really, really special. And I think that um, there's so many ways for a couple to grow together 
when they have twins together and then also just on your own as you begin to feel like, well, I can take them out together by myself and I can go for walks with them and I can, you know, and you feel this sense of independence. And yeah. And also um, what a way to pat yourself on the back. I mean, the simplest things it's like, I can take two my two children for a walk. Like that's like a massive accomplishment. I feel like, like that was like, that's big. So maybe it's like the little things it's like those that's huge. Graham, what about you? Oh, advice for I expecting that, twin parents. I think if I had advice for twin parents, any parents really, to really be um, in the moment as much as you can with your partner because they pick up on that stuff. Um, and and I think that Marilyn and I, we we have a lot of fun. And I think that if you really try to keep that ball in the air, then the the children Jesus, really feed parents your... and twins can take care of their relationship too. I've got no excuses. <laughs> um, you guys, this is so beautiful. I could talk to you for a hundred thousand hours. I feel very lucky to be in your life. I we feel very too. lucky to be in your son's lives. And I feel very lucky to ask you now to please come on Katie's crib in a year so we can hear about what is happening in KP and Lion's life and all of the other twin stuff you are going to teach me. Yeah. So I can live vicariously through you because that's enough for me. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning into Katie's Crib and for your beautiful messages and reviews. I absolutely love connecting with you and hearing your stories and questions. So email me at katiescrib at shondaland.com. We may just feature you on an episode. So hit me up. Thanks guys. Katie's Crib is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 